Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk, with Pastor Emery Moss, welcoming you to the program, this is Bible Talk, your place, your stop, to deal with apologetics, to deal with Christian living, to deal with systematic theology, a little bit of church history, whatever is on your mind, I will do my level best to talk about it and to give you a biblical answer. And I always have stuff to talk about myself, and I know that you do as well. So if there are any questions that you have about the Word of God, all you've got to do is give us a call on this, your Bible Talk program, at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Any questions you have, any inquiries you have, are welcome here. Uh, and if you call, it might take you just a few seconds before uh, uh, our uh, technician gets to you, but uh, definitely they'll get you on the air as soon as possible. All you've got to do is call that number, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Well, what do I want to talk about? Well, I've been looking at 2 Corinthians in chapter 11. And, of course, I'm always intrigued by uh, Corinthians and intrigued in general by the writings of the Apostle Paul, where he says in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 13, For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of life. So notice this. Definitely, uh, Satan has some uh, transforming powers. He can transform himself into an angel of light. Then, verse 15 says, uh, Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their works. So just as there are uh, 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 demons can disguise themselves as angels, ministers, can disguise themselves as well as ministers, when in reality they are false teachers or false uh, prophets. 
So what we're going to be dealing with today is not the false prophet necessarily, but the big kahuna behind it all, who is Satan, right? Mentioned in Second Corinthians and in chapter 11 and in verse 14, and no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. The devil is a master de deceiver. Yes, he is. And I've got two questions dealing with the devil and the demonic tonight, uh, just to see if you can add any light to this particular subject. Question number one is this. This is a you find the answer question. Yeah, you got to find it. You find the answer. And the question is this. What are territorial demons? What are territorial demons? Is this something that we can book in the Bible? Is there such thing in the Bible as territorial demons? And if there are, if there are a such thing as territorial demons, well, how do you pray uh, concerning that, if there are territorial demons? First, describe them, then tell me what the Bible tells us about um, coming against them. That is question number one, friends. That's question number one. Uh, but that's not the only one. We've also got the... Uh, the Judas challenge, right? The Judas challenge. That challenge as well deals with the demonic, right? Because uh, definitely there's one thing that the Bible says, and that is that Judas was, in fact, possessed by the devil. No doubt about it. Turn, if you will, to uh, John, Gospel of John, chapter 6. Gospel of John in chapter 6. And in verse 70, we have a real amazing occurrence that takes place, okay? And the Bible, of course, tells us all about it, where we'll read into it here, which says in John chapter 6 and at verse 68, Then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. Verse 69, And we believe and are sure that thou art that Christ, the Son of the living God, okay? Jesus answered them, Have not I chosen you twelve? And one of you is a devil. That's what he said. One of you is a devil. Who is he talking about? Well, it says, He spake of Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon, for he it was that should betray him, being one of the twelve. So right here, uh, we see clearly what the scripture says. Okay? Uh, Jesus said, in fact, Jesus have not I chosen you twelve? And one of you is a devil. Okay? And he was talking about Judas. Okay? Uh, and the fact that he um, was uh, possessed at that time, or at least we know one thing, going to be possessed by the devil. The Bible tells us this clearly. There is no doubt about it. Over in John chapter 13, okay? over in John chapter 13, we see it, where they're at the uh, Last Supper, okay? and... At verse 26, Jesus answered, well, he had a question asked of him first. Uh, let's go back a little bit. Where we have John, uh, here at verse 23, John 4, 23. Now, there was leaning on Jesus' bosom one of his disciples whom Jesus loved. Simon Peter, therefore, beckoned him that he should ask him who it should be of whom he spake. Okay? Because he'd already talked about someone's going to betray him. Verse 25 he then, lying on Jesus' breast, said unto him, Lord, who is it? He wants to know who it was. Now, I don't know why. Uh, maybe he was going to try to take him out before he did it, but that's what he had. 
says, Jesus, verse 26, John 13, 26, Jesus answered, He it is to whom I shall give a sop when I have dipped it. And when he dipped the sop, he gave it to Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon. Verse 27, very clearly here, And after the sop, Satan entered into him. Leaves no, leaves no doubt about it. After the sop, Satan entered into him. Then said Jesus unto him, What thou doest, do quickly. Wow. So right here, we see not the demon possession of Judas, but the devil possession. He was possessed by the devil himself. Now, there's some questions that uh, students in Sunday school and students in Bible classes want to know. One of them is, was Judas saved? Was he a saved person? Uh, he was an apostle. How could an apostle be possessed by a demon? Hmm. You have an answer for that? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Here we've got one of the apostles of Jesus Christ being possessed by the devil. What's going on here? Can you explain it? Do you have an answer for it? If you do, give us a call at area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. And if that's not a good question for you, well, I've got another one behind that that might be better. All we want you to do is listen and to call. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. The question on the table is, how could an apostle okay, of Jesus Christ get possessed by the devil? Okay? What's going on here? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. We, we've got a caller. Michael, you're on the air. Welcome to Bible Talk. Oh, thank you, Pastor Watson. Uh, I um, I, I just um, welcome you also. <laughs> but anyway, I I had uh, a question. It's not dealing with that, but okay, to that one, but it's different. Uh, uh, I had a question on what if you watching the news? Okay, and you're a Christian, and they're talking about a second wave of the virus. And I just get so sick and tired of hearing that. And it just it just throws my mind off and confuses me and puzzles me because I couldn't get through the first wave. I could, uh, even though even though God Jesus, even though God did bless me to get back my job and and go back to church in my program, but um, I don't know. It's just too hard. I don't know. I don't know if I can hold on any longer. Mm. Um, it, it's just in, in this lady in my program, she's talking about a, a third, fourth, fifth wave. I don't know. I don't know how many ways it is to this virus. Maybe I thought it was just one, and then maybe it was just going to disappear. Just go back to China. 
Well, what happens is uh, uh, that's not the case. Hasn't went back to China yet. But the bottom line is, okay, uh, uh, you're on the same in the same boat as all the rest of us. But one thing you've got to remember: we are born again Christians, right? Right. But I prayed to God and I told Him, I told God, don't let it be no second wave. I told God to eradicate the virus. I told God. I, I just kept speaking positive. I just kept speaking life, and and the news just just kept speaking negative until I began to believe it, and and um and um it just it just throws me off, and and I try to pray about it. I prayed and prayed and prayed. Well, 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 let me say this to you. I hear you. Let me say this to you though. One thing we've got to admit, you and I, if we are absolutely honest about what the Bible tells us. And that is that we know that the very thing that we're experiencing in our world today uh, is something that is known of God, and we know why it's here, because sin is in the world. In fact, what a lot of people forget is that there's been at least 10 pandemics. This is only one of them. And uh, the influenza, we can talk about a number of them. I have a whole list of them in a lesson that I taught. Uh, so it's not like we haven't been here before. And we've got to recognize this. The Bible tells us this. So in Romans chapter 8, okay, uh, Jesus uh, tell, tells us, the, and the Bible tells us clearly, that never uh, are we promised a, uh, some kind of a rose garden down here. In Romans chapter 8, this is what Paul said. He talks about uh, the future glory, because down here, we're not going to get a whole lot of glory. The most glorious thing could happen is Jesus coming and us being born again. But what it says in Romans 8 and 8, uh, and this is Paul's writings, for I reckon that the sufferings of this present time, that's the time that we're in while we're in the world, this is what he says, I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed. As a Christian, you and I have to hold firmly to the fact that there is glory that will Revealed. Then he says in verse 19, for the earnest expectation, you and I are expecting something. For the earnest expectation of the creature waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. We are going to be manifested. Okay? So that's talking about our future glory. But it goes on. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willing, but by reason of him who hath subdued the same in hope. Because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of, of, of corruption. So all that God created one day will be delivered from this bondage. We're in this bondage now. Coronavirus and all that we experience, sickness in general, is because of the bondage, but we will be delivered from it. It says delivered from the bondage of corruption and to the glorious liberty of the children of God. That is what you've got to keep on your mind, that we are going to be delivered from this and we will be uh, and, and the glorious freedom that is given to us by God. Then, verse 22, uh, Paul tells us, and he talks like what you said. In verse 22, For we know that the whole creation groans and travails in pain together until now. We are in pain now. The whole world is in pain. Okay, uh, We've been in pain before. Uh, we've been in earthquakes before. All of this, it's because we stay in a world that needs redemption. Okay? Okay? So the Bible tells us that's the way it's going to be. And understand, this is the way it's going to be until Jesus comes. 
until we get the new heavens and the new earth. Oh, one thing will go, something else will come. Uh, and so it says, though, however, in verse 23, but not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to wit, the redemption of our body. Oh, that's what we're waiting for, to be changed, to get out of here. Okay? And then it says, for we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man sees, why does he yet hope for? But if we hope for that we see not, then we do with patience wait for it. We're waiting. Okay? Likewise, the Spirit also helps our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we are. So don't feel bad about your, your, your prayers not uh, uh, feeling like the right kind of prayers. Just pray. We should pray for as we are. But the Spirit itself, when we can't pray right, the Spirit itself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. So, brother, I would commend you to keep praying uh, whenever you're uh, down about this. But realize you serve him who is more than a conqueror. His name is Jesus Christ. And, uh, and he will uh, get us out of all of this. We just have to trust in him and realize that we are the light of the world that he's put here. We need to be, be the ones to show joy in this world so that sinners can share in uh, uh, the praise and glory and joy of Jesus Christ. Let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray not only for our brother, but for all of us as well, that you would bless us as we go through this, because all of us are going through it together. And Father, even though we cannot unite with each other like we can, still there's a lot of ways that we can. Thank God for the technology he's given us, um, so that uh, a person is literally just a click or a phone call away. Cause us to do whatever we can to keep ourselves strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, buddy. You too, Thank man. you for calling. Thank you. The number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Any question you have about the Word of God is welcome here. I'm playing out challenges which you can accept or ignore. Okay, I just want to get you thinking biblically. Okay? And definitely, if I can get your mind off the Bible, remember that's a good thing. That means it's off of a lot of other things. I have a question about Judas. Uh, what is perplexing, here is a guy who was an apostle, chosen to be an apostle, and he got possessed by the devil. Interesting. Okay? Uh, Want to know what you think about that. Okay? And how could an apostle, how in the world, can an apostle wind up being demon-possessed? I think those are good questions to ask. Uh, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And, and we're, we're the, the owners, owners of South Coast, Coast Tax. We would like to thank our Lord for protecting us from evil. Psalm 91 states, He is my refuge and my fortress, for He will rescue us from every trap and protect us from deadly disease. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys who specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We are also a small firm who will treat you like family and not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation, and we'll take the time to explain all the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. In John 8.36, so if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed. And one way we can achieve that is by being debt-free. So let us help you today. Call us at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS tax debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. There's a lot going 
going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns, and that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to bamboohr.com slash HR. This is a limited offer only available to radio listeners at bamboohr.com slash HR. That's bamboohr.com slash HR. Hello, friends. This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win. I've got some exciting news in addition to listening to us on Faith Talk FM 92.7 and AM 1500. You can now stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Choose News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the Bible Talk program. We're welcoming you here, and especially Janet from Houston. How are you doing, Janet? Or Jeanette? Hey, I'm doing fine. How are you, Jeanette? How are you doing? Good, good. What is on your mind? Well, I always have plenty of questions, but I would like to... um, address the question you had about Judas? Okay. I have uh, three points that for me kind of sum up why or how he was able to be possessed. Um, okay. One is Matthew seven twenty two, um, where it says, many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not pros- prophesied in thy name and in thy name have cast out devils and in thy name done many wonderful works. Um, and then the second one is John twelve four, where uh-huh. Mary had anointed Jesus' feet with oil. And um, then it says Judas, um, Iscariot, Simon's son, which should betray him, 
why was not this ointment sold for 300 pence and given to the poor? This he said, not that he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief and had mm-hmm. the bag and bear what was put therein. So those two things and also the fact that I believe if you are a Christian, if you are saved and you have um, the Holy Spirit in you, you cannot be possessed. So Judas must never have been saved. <laughs> Well, well, I'm going to tell you something, uh, 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 Janet. You're doing a great job. Great job. In fact, basically, you covered all the bases. Uh, because, you know, the Bible says, First John 4 and 4, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So definitely, uh, Christians are immune from demon possession. In terms of temptation, uh, yeah, those kind of things are possible. But if the uh, devil actually enters uh, a person, then that... You know, that's a real problem, because Christians, uh, uh, based upon what the Bible tells us, our bodies, in fact, uh, belong to Jesus once we accept him as our Lord and Savior. So uh, you're a scholar uh, for today, for sure. Uh, Very good answers that you gave on that question. You said you have a question of your very own? I do. Um, I've been trying to understand what the difference is between the soul and the spirit, Um, and I've heard people say it's the same thing, but then when I read Hebrews 4.12, it talks about, uh, for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of thoughts and intents of the heart. So to me, it says there that the soul and the spirit can be divided, which to me means that they're two separate things. So I don't, I don't understand what the soul is and what the spirit is. All right, a very good question. I would say if we look at the Hebrews uh, uh, 4 passage, there what it's talking about, because I used to think the same thing uh, when, when I looked at it. I thought it was looking as if what it was referring to, talking like there's, uh, you know, body, soul, and spirit. And definitely there's no problem with that. There is body, soul, and spirit. Of course, the body would be a lot different from, or the physical body, a lot different from what the soul and the spirit is. In Hebrews, what he's trying to talk about is not uh, that we are a tripartite being as such, but he's just talking about how the Spirit of God cuts through body, soul, and spirit. In other words, uh, as we know, the body is, uh, uh, is really the distinct one. The soul and spirit are really united. When you die, your body goes into the ground, but your soul and your spirit together uh, go to heaven. So we have to say that the, uh, that the soul and the spirit, uh, the, uh, one would say that the spirit of God, uh, the spirit, uh, is something that gets you maybe uh, closer to God in a sense, but still it's always connected. In other words, it's always connected to the, uh, uh, to the spirit. Those two are, uh, are basically the same. Uh, we see that, I think, in a, in, a, uh, in, a, in a number of passages. In other words, the, uh, the two words can be used interchangeably. If we talk in terms okay. of uh, uh, the, the, the soul and the spirit, those two, if we look in the Bible, they can be used uh, 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 inter- interchangeably when they're talking about, uh, uh, about uh, what is within us. In fact, uh, let me find a passage. There's a passage where, in fact, uh, uh, a woman helps us. I think it's over here in Luke. And in uh, uh, the first chapter where we see uh, uh, an interplay here, uh, between the two of them, that could be uh, uh, could be helpful uh, uh, for us. Uh, talking about the uh, uh, 
when in fact when a one uh, uh, when one uh, woman met an, uh, the other woman. So let's look at it here and see what we've uh, uh, what we've got, which says. Yeah. Verse 28, Luke 1, 28, And an angel came into, unto her and said, Hail, thou art highly favored, the Lord is with thee, lest art thou amongst women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at, at his saying, and cast to mind what manner of salutation this should be. So here we're talking about the uh, blessing that happens as uh, uh, Jesus is born, talking about the Virgin, uh, the, uh, the Virgin Mary, right? Then, look at Luke chapter 1, right? The song of Mary. Now, she's being visited by Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Look at what happens uh, as Mary, the song of Mary, in Luke 1 and uh, 46, how she describes it. And Mary said, My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. So you see here, in Luke 1, 46 and 47, Mary said, my soul doth magnify the Lord, and her spirit does also. So that indicates that the two of them are somewhat synonymous. Okay? When you die, your soul and your spirit both go to heaven. Your body is in the ground. So the only difference between the soul and the spirit, uh, if, it, if there is any, it's very slight. The spirit is what, uh, con uh, of course, connects you to God. Uh, and and the soul also connects you to God as, as well. But they are kind of syn syn synonymous. There's no real, uh, in other words, those two always go together. You see, when the separation takes place, your body's in the ground, but your soul and spirit go to be with the Lord. Even over in the book of Revelation, it talks about the souls that were at the altar. Those souls were with the spirit's, uh, spirit as well. So some would say that the spirit is what, uh, connects you uh, close to God, but also the soul uh, does the same thing. The soul represents the self-life, and the spirit represents uh, also your, uh, your self-life, but that gets you in a, uh, in a communion with God in some kind of higher way than uh, the soul does. The soul is the, psych the internal psychological you, if that can help you at all. So I'm just curious, do you think that in Genesis 2-7, um, where it says, and the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils and the breath of life, and man uh, became a living soul. So at that point, is it, is it safe to say that Adam didn't have the spirit of God within him? I, I, I mean, his connection to God through spirit? In some cases, we can, we can be assured of this. Whenever the soul is mentioned, the spirit is saying the same thing, just like in Luke one forty six where Mary said, My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. So in both cases, you see the soul and spirit are the ones who are rejoicing. It's not that the soul alone magnified the Lord, then her spirit had to rejoice. Can you see what I'm saying? <laughs> soul and spirit yeah, okay. are, are almost synonymous. You could say exactly synonymous. Okay? And they're used that way throughout the New Testament. The body, of course, is what is uh, totally different. But uh, here, by the parallel usage of the terms, and Mary said, my soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. She's using both of those terms synonymously. So there's not a uh, hard and fast difference between uh, the two. Even though there are different uh, uh, words used to describe them, suke is for the soul, uh, 
so that that's what uh, describes that. There's a different word for that than the word for the uh, than the word for the spirit, but they actually are synonymous terms. Okay. Okay. All right. I appreciate that. All right. Well, thank you very much. You are a scholarist for today. <laughs> thank you. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. We're going to talk to Ronald from Detroit. How you doing, Ronald? Oh, Gary, how you doing, Gary? Going once, going twice? All right. Can you hear me? Gary, are you with us? Yes, can you hear me? I can. Yes, I can. Oh, okay. Forgive me. There was I didn't know what it was. Oh, well, my question co- comes from the, the ministry of Peter. Uh, he was given the keys of the kingdom, and then he he meets Cornelius in Acts ten. Um, I don't know if you had time to read it. Acts ten forty four through forty eight, uh-huh. and uh, he he told Cornelius, who was a Gentile, that he had to do what he as a Jew had done. And modern Christianity is not teaching. Uh, many of them are not teaching what Peter taught to Cornelius. So my question is, uh, what do you think about that? Can I read it or not? Over in uh, Acts chapter 10? 44 through 48. 44 through 48? Yeah, it's an interesting passage here, right? Where it says, uh, in fact, the, the, the caption in my Bible reads, Gentiles receive the Holy Ghost. Okay? Gentiles okay. receive yeah. the Holy Ghost. And it says, while Peter yet spoke these words, the Holy Ghost fell on them, which heard the word, and they of the circumcision which believed were astonished, that as many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Then answered Peter, Can any man forbid water that these should not be baptized, which have received the Holy Ghost as well as we? And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord, then prayed they him to tarry certain days. So here we see that uh, that the Gentiles were not going to be accepted, Gary, as Christians unless they received the same thing that the uh, uh, the Jews had received. Okay? So it definitely is very important for them to speak in tongues at that time, because if they had not, they weren't going to be accepted. And so that, that is, what, in fact, what the whole argument was about between uh, that, uh, in the first council they had in the church. So that's what, we're, uh, that's what we're looking at here. That, in fact, here's something that's interesting, and someone has to, and it's really a question to deal with. In every case where you see tongues being spoken as an evidence of belief, a Jewish apostle was present every time. If you look in the Bible, every time in the New Testament, any account you come to, where you have Gentiles speaking in tongues, okay, a Jewish apostle was present. Because the Jews, the Jewish apostles, by them witnessing this, were able to convince the other Jews that, in fact, that the, uh, definitely the gospel was open not just to Jews, but to Gentiles also. So I would say this to you, okay? Look, 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 check me out. See if what I'm telling you is true. Look and see in the book of Acts, uh, anywhere tongues are spoken, see if I'm telling you the truth or not, and see whether or not every time the tongues is spoken, okay, it has to be spoken as a, uh, as a test that a Jewish apostle was present. 
uh, that's okay. why Peter received that, so that he could give that information to the rest of the Jews to let them know that, in fact, they were saved. You do that research, you call me, and we'll talk some more. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Any question you have about the Word of God is welcome here, okay, whether you are local or whether you are out of state. We welcome your call. That number, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, will be right back. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And, and we're, we're the, the owners, owners of South Coast, Coast Tax. We would like to thank our Lord for protecting us from evil. Psalm 91 states, He is my refuge and my fortress, for He will rescue us from every trap and protect us from deadly disease. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys who specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We are also a small firm who will treat you like family and not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation, and we'll take the time to explain all the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. In John 8.36, so if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed. And one way we can achieve that is by being debt-free. So let us help you today. Call us at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS tax debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. Politics and religion. It's been said that you don't discuss them in mixed company. Probably by someone who didn't really understand either of them. Why follow their rules? Detroit has two radio stations that shatter them. One documents the rebuilding of a great America. While the other shares the promise of the infinite. The Patriot has all the great news about growing the economy and a strengthening nation. Faith Talk Detroit raises the soul and affirms the heart. The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400. And Faith Talk Detroit on FM 92.7 and AM 1500. So right now may be the perfect time for you to rethink how you pay for health care. And here's why. Not only is it time for open enrollment for a lot of people, it's also when you can join MediShare and save even more than usual. For the typical family, switching to MediShare saves about $500 a month, which is a game changer for a lot of people. Think what you could do with that. But if you join right now, MediShare is waiving their new member fee. So that's another $170 you'll save. And MediShare is really different. It's a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills. More than 400,000 people are members, and they've shared over $4 billion in medical bills. So, yes, they can handle your bills, too. This may be the time to make the switch. Join before November 30th for the additional savings. It's so easy to find out more. They're great to talk to. In fact, you can get a price within two minutes. Here's the number. Call 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE. Hello, friends. This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win. I've got some exciting news in addition to listening to us on Faith Talk FM 92.7 and AM 1500. You can now stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Choose News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com.
That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss here on the Bible Talk program, the program that deals with systematic theology, apologetics, church history, all that we can handle in an hour. Our special guest is always you. We encourage you to call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. A, someone has called in a question, and people can do that without giving their name. They want to be anonymous, and uh, so I will give them that privilege. I'm glad for them to uh, call in this question. Uh, the question was this, uh, can you pray to God and not be interested in going to church? Almost sounds like a question I could come up with, right? But it's not me. This is from a caller. Can you pray to God and not be interested in going to church? Well, I'm going to answer, answer this kind of harshly. Uh, I would say you can pray to God, but uh, uh, can you pray to God and not be interested in going to church? I don't think so. I don't think so. Because basically praying to God is not all you are commanded to do. You are commanded to study the Word of God, you know. Uh, that's what it says in 2 Timothy 3.16, that we're to study God's Word, and God's Word teaches us things that we ought to do. So therefore, if you pray to God, I'm sure uh, God, just like you talk to Him, God talks to you. And so He talks to us through His Word. And you know what His Word says? In Hebrews 10... Verse 24, it says, in fact, verse 23, it says, Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. Then verse 24, And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. Then, and let us, not forsaking, this verse 25, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more, as we see the day approaching. We are commanded to meet together. Now, some don't go to a church building. Uh, people in California, there's Christians that meet at the beach. Okay, where are you meeting? Some have house churches, but always uh, it's very important for us to get together and to build each other up in the faith, so much so, so, much so that it's commanded. This is a command in Hebrews 10.25. It's not a suggestion on whether you go to church or not. It is not a suggestion. It is not something that you can take in a cavalier kind of manner. It says in Hebrews 10, 25, I didn't write it, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another so much the more as we see the day approaching. God desires us to build each other up by having fellowship one with another. So actually, a Christian doesn't have any excuse for not meeting with some Christians in some kind of fellowship format. Yeah. All right. So that's how I would answer that question. We're going to go to Tim. How you doing, Tim? No, Tim? All right. That phone line is open. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. So much theology, so little time. And it surprises me how fast this program goes, but it goes fast because you guys call with some good questions, which uh, do require some exhaustive answers. 
and I appreciate that. That is what Bible Talk is all about. And if you enjoy uh, this uh, uh, radio show, then you can support it by sending donations to P.O. Box 05877, P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205, and make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. We'd appreciate it very much. That's what keeps us going. Uh, to let you know the cost, costs about $2,000 a month, but I think it is well worth it to be able to bring you the Word of God in this fashion. So remember that, P.O. Box 05877, that's P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make out those checks to Bible, Boot Camp Ministries. We'd appreciate it very much. Uh, uh, and if you wanted to send a donation to the church, you could do that by just sending that check to Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries. Uh, you can check on our website to find out about all of the stuff we're offering online. Our prophecy class tomorrow, which will be from 11 until 1230. All you've got to do is log on to strictlybiblical.org, and it'll tell you how you can um, be a part of that particular uh, teaching program. We have a number of people in our classes uh, online, and so we appreciate and uh, encourage you to do the same thing at strictlybiblical.org. All right, still looking at Judas, uh, and definitely uh, our basic questions have been answered, right? Judas, even though he was chosen to be an apostle, okay? in fact, Jesus chose someone who he knew already would betray him. That is for sure. We see that taking place. Uh, and uh, we see also uh, the dramatic possession of him that takes place in John chapter 13 where Satan literally says Satan entered into him. Okay? That's what exactly happened. So definitely he could not be a Christian. He, being a saved individual, that's out of the picture because First John 5 and 4 says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And when you're saved, you are bought with a price. That's right. You belong to Jesus Christ. You can't be uh, possessed by the devil and owned by him when you're already owned by Jesus. Now, but I'm not through with Judas yet. And I'm not through with you concerning this, right? Because Judas did something very interesting. Okay? Very, very interesting. And this is in Matthew chapter 27. Matthew chapter 27. This is a doozy. This is a doozy. This is one that needs an explanation. I even hate letting you go without fully answering this, but I don't know, okay? I think that I should let you guys have a crack at it, okay? Here in Matthew chapter 27, verse 1. Look at this. Look at this. This is Judas now, okay? says, Matthew 27, 1, When the morning was come, all the chief priests and elders of the people took counsel against Jesus to put him to death. And when they had bound him, they led him away and delivered him to Pontius Pilate, the governor. Verse 3. Then Judas, which had betrayed him, he betrayed Christ. Judas had betrayed Christ. When he saw that he was condemned, when he saw that he was condemned, that Jesus was condemned, repented himself and brought again the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders. So here, we see Judas repenting, okay? In fact, the language of the text says, repented himself, and brought again the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders, saying, I have sinned. 
That's what Judas said, saying, I have sinned and that I have betrayed the innocent blood. Okay? And they said, what is that to us? See thou to it. And he cast down the pieces of silver in the temple and departed and went and hanged himself. Now, now that's an interesting question. I want you to think about it a second. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. That's all the more reason why news organizations should not be calling the elections. But you should wait until all the votes are properly accounted for, until the electoral votes have been cast. That's the time when you can talk about who the next president of the United States is. And I have no doubt that once it's all said and done, if it folds in Donald Trump's favor, he will be magnanimous to Joe Biden and vice versa. If it does not in his favor. If he has to concede, he will do so graciously. But let's let the process play out. There's nothing wrong with that. They'd do it for Joe. You know they would. Okay, we got a big show coming up. Trish Regan in for Seb today. TrishIntel.com. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. If you're thinking of replacing... Imagine if you walked into a car dealership and they only had one model in one color with one set of options. That would be crazy. You'd turn around and walk out. But that's exactly what most remodeling companies do. They have tunnel vision, meaning they only offer one kind of windows or one kind of roof or one kind of siding that they are determined to sell you. To heck with what's actually best for your home, your preferences, or your budget. Call Performance Remodeling instead. We offer real choices, multiple materials, lines, manufacturers, and styles of windows, roofing, and siding. Whatever you want, whatever you need, whatever is best for your situation, we'll listen to you and help you get the right product at the right price. No pushy salespeople, no one-size-fits-all solutions. We also offer the industry's only true lifetime guarantee, which means as long as you are in your home, you pay for nothing ever again. Call Performance Remodeling at 586-540-6000 or online at windowsroofingsiding.com. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Hello, friends. This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win. I've got some exciting news in addition to listening to us on Faith Talk FM 92.7 and AM 1500. You can now stream us live on radio.com. Just go to radio.com, tap Choose News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the radio.com app. Either way, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at radio.com.
All right, we've got Barbara on the phone. Bob, thank you for waiting. Do you have a comment or a question? Uh, yes, I just have a comment regarding um, the difference between the soul and the spirit. Um, mm -hmm. At least this is the way I um, have processed it. Because the Bible says the soul that sinneth, it shall die. The soul is where you process, make your decisions as to whether or not you're going to serve God or not. All our decisions are made in our soul. And that's what he says, the soul that sinneth, it shall die. But the spirit, from what I can see, is that when anybody dies, saved or unsaved, the spirit goes back to God. The spirit is just a breath of life. But the soul shows, you know, it's going to go to hell or however it says, the soul and the body, but the spirit goes back to God. That's just a breath of life. But the soul is where I make all my decisions, what I'm going to do. I'm going to lie. I'm going to steal. I'm going to fornicate. I'm yeah, so you're saying that the spirit goes where now? The spirit goes back to God, whether you're saved or unsaved. It's just a breath of life for the most part. And you say the soul does not? No, the soul is where you make your decisions as to whether or not you're going to serve God. You know what type of lifestyle you're going to live. That's what we say, the soul that's sent it. Uh -huh. This is where I'm making my decisions as to what kind of person I'm going to be. So my soul and my body will go to hell. But the spirit is just a breath of life. Well, let me, give you a, takes it back. let me give you a passage that's uh, interesting uh, based upon your comment. Over in Revelation chapter 6. Uh, now, this is taking place in heaven. This is um, Revelation chapter 6 and verse 9, where it says, And when he had opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of them that were slain right. for the word of God, and for the testimony which they held. Now, these souls are in heaven. To the souls of them which were slain for the word of God right. and for the testimony which they held. Verse 10, right. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, does thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? Okay? And white robes were given unto every one of them, and it was said unto them that they should rest yet for a little season until their fellow servants also and their brethren that should be killed as they were should be fulfilled. So here we see right. souls in heaven. Right. That's where your soul, your soul will go to heaven or it will go to hell. But well, again, the spirit is just... What you said was that only your spirit went and that your soul did no, not. No, the spirit, whether you're saved, unsaved, wicked, or whatever, that's just a breath of life. God is taking that back. No, it doesn't spirit, belong. With, uh, well, let's look then at Luke 23. Let's look at Luke 23, where we see here uh, the words of Jesus himself on this issue, okay, uh, where he's on the cross, okay, and he says in verse 46, this is Luke 23, 46, and when Jesus had cried with a loud voice, he said, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. And having said that, the he gave up So he gave right. some both spirit and soul both go to, go to heaven when a person dies. Okay? Uh, you can mention, uh, uh, they don't have to well, mention both. He, he talks about separate. The spirit is just a breath of life, and, and he gave up the ghost. He was dead. Doing is showing you that both the spirit and the soul, because you said that one goes to one place, the other goes to the other place. I'm dealing, first of all, with that. No. Which you can no. see here that both of them go to heaven. In Luke, 20, uh, Luke 23, 
what yeah, if you're saved. I come in my spirit, and we saw also over in Revelation where there were souls and spirits. But so if spirit, you go to hell, that's you're dead, and that spirit went back to the Lord, and it's just your soul and your body is in hell. God takes his spirit sorry, back. I just read the passage. Well, how do you explain Revelation 6 and 9, which says the souls that were there, they were in heaven at that time. Right, the soul. And, and the spirit That's also. where you make your decisions to serve the Lord or to reject him. So it's your soul that's going to spend eternity right. somewhere. This happened after they died. They died their souls. These are those who died in the tribulation. Their souls went to heaven. This is when Jesus died here. In Luke 23 and 46, his soul went to heaven. I mean, his spirit went to heaven. Both spirit and soul synonymous. When you die, body goes into the ground. Your soul and spirit go into heaven. All right, thank God, thank you. Look that up. See if I'm right. I am. (laughs) The Bible has the answer. This is Pastor Mark having been with all of you. Appreciate your calls. You see what Bible talk is like, so give us a call if ever you have questions about the Word of God. Uh, And also, if you want to talk to me personally, you can always call me. Area code 313-933-9270. And uh, we can talk about these things in more detail. All right, this is Pastor Mark. God bless you. We'll see you next time. Sponsored by Bible Bootcamp Ministries. This three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.